All right, everybody, welcome back to Creators Headspace. We are on with Maddie. She is a content creator here from the great state of Alaska, just like myself. I will let her introduce herself and tell you a little bit about herself. Hi, I'm Maddie Yukon, and I'm just a woman who lives in the woods in Alaska, um, off-grid, off-the-road system, and I have an OnlyFans. And how did you get started with that? Because, I mean, that's such a, I mean, everybody knows OnlyFans and that process, but living off-grid, off-the-road system, that's, that's something a lot of people would probably think about. Well, so, I mean, I've worked in different parts of the sex industry for a couple decades. And for the last 10 years or so, I've been, you know, traveling to town like about one weekend a month and doing in-person sex work. And then when the pandemic started, I kind of thought, well, I really need to maybe do something else, <laughs> find something <laughs> else to do. And, you know, when I first moved out here, I'd really wished that there had been something like OnlyFans back then. Back then, if you wanted to have a membership site, you had to get your own CC bill account and, you know, do your own coding and get your own hosting. And so I did do some content creation back then I did erotic hy hypnosis and it was just a lot of work you know going through like different web hosts changing their terms of service and kicking you off all the time and then eventually Visa and MasterCard outlawed er erotic hypnosis and you know other people were able to kind of like pivot to calling it ASMR or um, that kind of thing but I had hypnosis like in my domain name and in my name on every shop and in like everything I'd ever created. So I just gave up <laughs> on the whole online thing at that point. Um, but I think, you know, at the beginning of the pandemic, there was OnlyFans was in the news a lot. And right about the same time I had, you know how it is when your friends like get on the reality shows yep. and then, you know, like the way that the shows portray people is never what they were expecting and then um and then you know how we all feel about our neighbors who are on the reality <laughs> shows like exaggerating everything and everybody's so mean to them but my poor friends had this reality show that made them look awful and I would just I was on the Facebook group for the show and people were just you know talking so much shit but also saying how they really you know wished that it showed more like everyday life and stuff and I thought you know I could do that. And I could, I could, you know, I could be the means of my own production. I could do my own thing and not have to worry about being portrayed in some crazy way. And I could put it on OnlyFans so all my neighbors wouldn't see it unless they wanted to pay eight bucks to see me naked, you know? <laughs> um, so, so that's what I did. I know. I will say that is like one thing that I think is really cool about your page is the fact that you you're so open and you share so much of just daily life i mean even living here in alaska like the i live in the city so it's not the same as the bush so to just see some of like the cool stuff that you get to see or the stuff you have to do that we don't even think about i i think it's fantastic thank you i was when i started i was really wanting to have that be more of a focus but then it turned out that like most of the people that were joining, like wanted to see 
more porn and less of that kind of stuff. And the people who do join and want to see that kind of stuff, it seems like they're like less willing to keep subscribing. Hmm. That's interesting. But then it also, it turns out it's really hard to film a lot of that stuff in a way that like looks sexy because especially in the wintertime, you know, like it's 40 below. <laughs> I, I was about to say Definitely. negative 20 below in trying to use equipment. Yeah, that always works out good. <laughs> right. And I'm like, I like, remember when... I don't know if you're down in Anchorage, huh? But we had like this weather event here that was crazy where it it was 40 below and then it was like 20 above and then it was 40 below and then it was 20 above yes. and then it was 40 below and then it was 30 above and rained for 12 hours straight and also snowed three feet. Well, snowed two feet and then rained for 12 hours and then snowed another foot. And it was yep, like, we, oh, we just roof. went through that not... I think ours was like dipping right down to about 10 to zero and then mm -hmm. dip, go up to 40 during the day. Yeah. My, my mm -hmm. whole driveway front yard areas just became the Matsu Valley ice rink at this uh -huh. point. <laughs> yeah. But I remember I was up on my roof in snow, like up to my waist and it's fucking raining and hailing on me. <laughs> and I'm trying to shuffle off the roof and I'm like, I should share this with OnlyFans, you know? And then I'm like, no, like there's just, no, I can't. <laughs> I can't get my phone or my boobs out right now. <laughs> oh man, so the, the sacrifices you make for content, right? Yeah. So what has been... What has been the reaction like from either even people here in state to and out of state? Like people are always curious about Alaska. Like you could just say Alaska anything, you know, it's gonna draw a certain amount of crap. Is that like a good marketing angle for you? Does it like draw in more of a crowd because you're like, hey, look, I'm not just some Barbie sitting in a hotel somewhere blasting myself to heavens for a camera. Um so it's kind of like at first I was marketing, I was using Reddit mostly for marketing and it did not go over the greatest there. Um, but once I got on TikTok, like, um, yeah, it's been, it's been great. People on TikTok really love it. And I think it's because on TikTok you get to show like you know, on Reddit, you're just posting a picture. I did a, um, an AMA on Reddit that did really well. But yeah, I think it's, I kind of thought also like naively because I should understand more about internet marketing by now, but I kind of naively thought when I launched it, when I started the OnlyFans that like, oh, this is going to be super cool. And like, people are going to write articles about it. And I'm not going to have to really do any marketing. And I can just spend all the time making this like awesome OnlyFans. But I mean, it's, that's that hasn't been how it's turned out but yeah the reception on tiktok has been really good yeah i think that that's where i well i don't think i know that's where i started following you was i seen your tiktok accounts and i was like oh wait she's from up here that's pretty cool click yeah. click click okay subscribe <laughs> yeah now what's what's some of the challenges that you have obviously we know the cold is completely different and anyone that's ever tried to film anything knows cold and batteries do not go together especially and i will say i salute you for some of your outdoor content jesus christ i know how cold it is and i am bundled mm. up like nobody's business <laughs> <laughs> uh 
Um, I think the main the main obstacle has been electricity, especially in the winter, like especially in December. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I have solar panels and like the tree, the sun just started coming up over the trees like a couple weeks ago. <laughs> so I have upgraded like my battery, my batteries that I use to store the power since I started doing OnlyFans. But I would still have to, you know, run the generator like at least once a week, sometimes like two times a week, you know, to do OnlyFans stuff. And then it's the lights, like lighting uses a lot of electricity. And also I live in, you know, a one room, like 12 by 18 cabin. So I know like some women that do OnlyFans have like a whole room with, you know, different walls and corners decorated in different ways for shooting their content and I'm like if it's cold and I'm stuck inside (laughs) everything I own is in this little teeny tiny space (laughs) and um it's not very photogenic so that's been the main challenge one thing like I think that's one thing at least for me like appeals over mainstream stuff is that it's not overly staged overly photogenic like the realness of it yeah like I don't think I have any videos where you can't see like a wood stove or a chainsaw <laughs> or my boots or the battery box or batteries or you know in the background <laughs> so ha- have you had like anyone recognize you from OnlyFans I mean I know Alaska is a very small community not yet. There was there was one person who did recognize me from TikTok, but they were somebody who, you know, like they already, they were a friend that already knew that I do that kind of thing. But yeah, I mean, I kind of assume because so many people have joined my OnlyFans by now that like probably somebody has recognized me, but they haven't mentioned it to me. I don't know if they've been, for all I know, you know, I live, um, uh, a couple hours from a little tiny village and I mean for all I know everybody's gossiping about it but nobody's <laughs> mentioned it to me I grew up in another like a bigger small village here in Alaska and I know there's been like a few people from there that have joined my OnlyFans is that no is that a weird there. feeling or like a weird I don't know feeling but is it just kind of weird or just comes with the territory or having people you know join I don't know I mean I think I've just been doing it for so long you know like when I used to I when I was a stripper in Fairbanks like these guys used to come into the village from or into the strip club from the village that I grew up in and be like they would be like oh I remember when you were a little baby and you know like telling me (laughs) these little anecdotes and stuff so um And I already have the thing, you know, where like I go to Fairbanks and I walk through the grocery store and like men look at me and I'm like, maybe I gave them a lap dance. Maybe they've seen me naked. Maybe who knows, you know, and now I'm just like, oh, or they saw me on OnlyFans. (laughs) (laughs) I don't show my face on TikTok or in my marketing outside of OnlyFans. Yeah. So, you know, if somebody wants to like be rude about it then they paid for it to see it so whatever (laughs) 
Now, how do you deal with the haters, the Karens, the Bible thumpers? Because we all know any woman that dares, God forbid, wants to be empowered or do her own thing, somebody's got to come and try to piss all over her parade. You know, I think I got old enough that those people just stopped thinking that I would give any shits what they think. Nice. Because <laughs> when I was younger, I definitely did get more, you know, like people telling me that like all kinds of shit every once in a while now like I do get some rudeness on TikTok really not very much like I had heard that people were that there was like a lot of um like mean people mean commenters on TikTok I haven't gotten very many when I do get them I like I respond to them and I try to keep them going because it boosts the video a lot um so you know the main things really that impact me are not like not the social stigma so much as you know like tiktok banning sex workers and when only fans tried pulling their shit yeah the only fans thing and alaska we have a new bill this year the governor has a sex trafficking bill that i think would actually make it like sex trafficking if i hired a photographer are okay that doesn't surprise me but jesus freaking christ so it's more you know like the discrimination in like just like existing that affects me more than any social stigma but that's you know because i'm older and because of the way i've set up my life i know people who are younger and who are just getting started in the industry or you know, might need to like get a different kind of job or rent a house can face a lot more discrimination that can really affect their lives or even like their custody of their children. Well, that kind of answers my own question, but uh, I was going to say, do you see that the sex worker industry, content creators, everything with the blowing up of OnlyFans and all the other sites, becoming more acceptable or less taboo but obviously up here we have a rock for brains governor who thinks photographs are sex trafficking no governor i was just there to take a picture of that flower i don't know how she ended up naked behind it well i do think it's a lot more acceptable now and especially with like people that are younger you know i see younger men have you know well i mean i guess that's not new either But there's more of like a general awareness, you know, like there've always been like men that have like Googled like how to be polite to their sex worker or whatever. But, you know, people post it on Facebook now, like just regular people are not ashamed to post on Facebook and be like, hey, you should tip your OnlyFans, you know, people that you follow and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And I think also a really neat thing about like OnlyFans in this day and age in sex work is that there's this move towards like being less glamorous, this being more valued than 10 years ago, you know? Yeah. Like 10 years ago, you had to have a, you know, a certain look and a certain body type and wear makeup. And it was like, oh God, if you had a picture of it showed you not looking like perfect, then like, it was going to be the end of your career but now you know guys are subscribing and they really want to see that stuff 
Yeah, they. I, I think as a guy, I mean, I'm in my 30s. So I was there for the start of the internet porn era all the way through now. And I, I think, yeah, it did go from that like glamorous supermodel look to now like that does nothing. I'm like, next, click, nope. I, I want to see something real, not something that has more plastic than a Barbie doll on it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and if people, a lot of people, I think you would be surprised how many people have had plastic surgery that you don't realize. And you look at their pictures and I bet you like them just as much as you like somebody like me. True. Now, for people starting out, what advice do you have for them? Like when it comes to maybe shooting, just getting signed up, how to how to really get started? I would, so I would tell anybody starting out to just to really think about, I think people don't realize how much work it is to get to, to you know, to like actually make money on OnlyFans. Unless you're in the top 2%, you're not really making like a livable wage. I think probably you're not even making as much as like a full-time minimum wage worker until you're in the top like 4% or so. Oh, wow. Yeah. So like just if you're thinking about joining OnlyFans and and trying to make that a career, like stop and think that like 96% of the creators on there are not making as much as they would make at McDonald's. Damn. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, I knew it wasn't, I, I knew it wasn't like a get rich quick kind of thing, but I didn't realize uh-huh. it was that that low for a majority. It's kind of like streaming yeah. services, like Twitch and all of them. You got your few successes, and then most people want to do it full time, but can't. Right. And then I think that my next advice would be to really think carefully about like, your vulnerabilities in terms of the kind of stigma and discrimination that you could face like if you're a parent or a renter or a person who wants to work in you know like as a nurse or a teacher or anything like that um you know there are a lot of no face creators who do really well and there's also software i sound so old apps that you can <laughs> that you can shoot with that can like completely change your face. And if I, I'm, I don't know, if I was starting now, I might have done that, but probably not. Cause that's kind of my whole thing is the opposite of that. But to just really think about that and then, you know, start a social media platform, whether it's a TikTok or a Twitter or whatever, and try to try to get 10,000 followers. See how hard it is to get 10,000 followers. If you can get 10,000 followers, then launch your OnlyFans. Interesting take on that. And you using the social media take like that is is it good to go big and wide or do certain platforms work better for than others for advertising? I mean, I think TikTok is like the the marketing opportunity of of this moment on the internet, right? Like no matter what your marketing, TikTok is is the thing. Of course, TikTok just came out with new community guidelines that sounds like it's going to make it a lot harder for sex workers on the platform. So I don't know. I'm not a professional internet marketer. TikTok is what's worked for me. Now, we've talked to a few people that have said Reddit, 
with like where they kind of got their start, their go. And earlier you said Reddit did not go over well for you. Was there like a particular reason or is it just not, it just didn't click well? So Reddit is, I think Reddit's still good if you have like a niche niche, but basically Reddit's become like extremely oversaturated with women offering basically free content to try to get people to sign up for their paid content. So the only marketing um, like scheme that works really well for most people on Reddit is to be offering like an extreme amount of value for a very low price and and try to do like massive volume you know to have their like subscription price set at like 3.99 which is the minimum now i think and have you know free videos posted on their wall and stuff like that and then try to make most of their money from selling like additional videos once they sign up or if you're in a niche that Reddit has communities around, like maybe some types of BDSM niches or twerking, that can also work. Now, speaking of the free to paid, mm-hmm. I, I, I've had a lot of people talk about joining different chats and stuff about that. Like, do you, what is your advice on like for somebody starting out trying to get going? Do you offer that free or do you just start with paid so that way you kind of don't get the, I don't want to say freeloaders, but the ones that aren't going to be willing to pay at all? Well, I mean, I think it's just, it's a matter of strategy and both strategies are legitimate. Um, Personally, I don't do a free page because I don't have time (laughs) to run to um, OnlyFans accounts. A free page is really just the same as like a Facebook feed would be, you know, I mean, you post the same kinds of things to it that you post to social media and try to get people to join your paid page. And you can also, the other good thing about a free page and the way I have thought about doing it for this reason is that with a paid page, you can't post, you can't like just post a video on your wall that people can then buy and unlock you have to send it to them individually so if somebody joins my OnlyFans, which is paid and they want to see you know they look at my menu and they want five videos they have to send me the money for the videos and then they have to wait until i get on OnlyFans <laughs> later that day and send them the videos so on a free page you can post the videos on the wall to be unlocked And so I have thought about like creating a free page, but not promoting the free page and just using it as a way for people to be able to buy videos instantly. But see, then I feel like I would have to make the prices higher, you know, because my prices for my videos on my paid page are pretty low because, you know, people are already subscribing so then I would have to make the, the prices a little higher on the free page, but then people could go and buy from it instantly and pay a little more. And then maybe I would offer them like a free video or something if they did that. I don't know. 
it, it's funny because like just hearing you talk about it as such a professional business style of talking about it and mm -hmm. the stereotype out about sex workers only fans and stuff is oh they're just dumb bimbos they're they don't do any work and i know you, you mentioned it earlier in the podcast that it is a lot of work but even to hear that like that could be something you hear from any business person talking right and i think it's i think it's sad that kind of that that reputation because i've always said it like sex workers to me are I respect them as a business person, as a hustler. Uh -huh. They they got the the product. The demand's out there like crazy. Why not? Yeah. I mean, as long as you ain't hurting anyone else, who really should care? Right. <laughs> but now, what about sh shooting? Like, what equipment do you use? What equipment do you think is like necessary for people to start? Because I know you're in a very unique situation living out in the bush. So I, I think your point of view on that would be really awesome for maybe people that are like, oh, I, I don't know if I can even do this with what I have. Um, so I got a phone. I got a new phone. Um, it's a S21 Ultra. I got it a few months into doing OnlyFans. And it's so much better so much better like my pictures just look amazing without any editing now and it handles low light situations really well it takes really amazing pictures of the northern lights too it's it's awesome so i have I that one thing we haven't got to see this year yet i'm just kind of bummed down here yeah there haven't they haven't haven't been that much this year here either and I was kind of bummed because last year, like I got the phone in like April and or March or April and didn't really get a chance to get like any, like I got some good pictures of the Northern Lights, but I didn't get any nudes with the Northern Lights. And then this year, oh yeah, I was trying this year, but it wasn't, it wasn't working because it wasn't picking up me. It was just picking up the lights. That would be, a that would be an awesome photo with the Northern Lights mm -hmm. in the background. <laughs> I got to figure out how to do it. I need to, I need like a spotlight. I should, well, yeah, I need to just like call the lights outside. And then um, I recommend not a ring light, but, you know, a light kit. I got one on Amazon for 30 or 40 bucks. And it's got three lights with tripods and different color films that you can put over them and you can make them brighter or less bright. And uh, shadows are your enemy, just like, use lots of lights and make all the shadows go away. And why not a ring light? I've never heard somebody say that in, in it, that answer. So I think a ring light is really good. Like if you're just lighting your face, but we're lighting a lot more than our faces. Oh, and a that ring makes sense. Yeah, a ring light doesn't, like if you had a giant ring light that went around your whole body, that would work, <laughs> but, but that's not what they, that's not what they are. <laughs> no, I, that, that makes a lot of sense. It's, it's funny because that's what you hear everybody say. Oh, just start with a 10, $20 ring light from Amazon. Mm -hmm. And you're the first one that's like, yeah, maybe not a ring light. So that yeah. was, but yeah, being somebody that does videos, photos and stuff that makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, do you use a ring light? Uh, I have, 
I do have one ring light, but I use mainly uh, square bar lights. Oh, yeah. I mean, the outdoors light when there's daylight is the best light. I see I you guys know. are getting ready to get into your 24 hours, what, in starting in what, May? Yeah, well, yeah, late May. <laughs> I mean, it's staying light until almost, like, not light light, but it's light enough until, like, 7 o'clock now. And just a couple, just a few weeks ago, it was dark at four. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. I, I don't mind the winters, but God, I, I love that light when it's 24, almost 24 hours up here. I think down here we're, we're set out about 20 during the peak of the summer. Mm-hmm. So since you've been in this industry a while, I know one thing I've seen from like some of the Reddits, the Twitters and stuff is people, they get launched, they get a little bit of attention and then comes the shady, oh, do you want to collaborate? Let's collab, let's this, that. How, how does a new person avoid the scammy ones and what are some like things they really need to watch for? when it comes to talking with people that want to collab or, and I'm doing big air quotes, even though nobody can see this, but, or producers. Um, you know, I haven't, I really haven't run into any of that on OnlyFans at all, but I would say for anybody starting out in this industry, you know, you never in this day and age, like you never need a man to help you out with the like, managing your money or managing your page or anything like that there are a lot of assistants that you can hire to do things for you if you want like some help with your page you can hire that people for that um but they work for you you don't work for them um I would say never give your login information to anybody and I would kind of I guess if you're not comfortable with it I think it's really important when you're first getting into this industry to just kind of ease into it and see what you're comfortable with and don't do anything you're not comfortable with. Because once you do something that you're not comfortable with, you can't take it back. You know, like it's, it's, it's on the internet forever. <laughs> and now where can people find your pages, your TikTok, your OnlyFans? Where can people find that? We introduced you and I think we forgot to uh, mention that. My OnlyFans is Maddie Yukon of Alaska. And my Twitter and Instagram are both just Maddie Yukon. And then on TikTok, you can find me at Maddie Yukon, Maddie Yukon of Alaska, Maddie Yukon 333, and Maddie Off Grid. Awesome. And for all of our listeners, if you click the icon wherever you are listening to this at, and our show notes, we will have all those links for you. And now, Maddie, what is what is some content creators that you like to watch on your personal time, either for inspiration or just for fun? Um, so I'm subscribed to Savannah Solo. Do you know her? I have heard the name. So Savannah Solo is like one of the early OnlyFans sensations. Um, she's super funny. She's into Star Wars, which I know nothing about, unfortunately. <laughs> and, you know, I think she's she's really a marketing. She hit the zeitgeist of the marketing moment, you know, um, 
she just got on Twitter and started making these really hilarious videos. Um, and she's also like an excellent actress as a background in theater. So I watch her, I feel like she really, um, like her understanding of what people want in terms of like authenticity and stuff is, is really brilliant. And I am also subscribed to QT Snacks, the letter Q and the letter T and then Snacks. And I really like her production values and kind of the different, she does some really artistic things. And then I've also lately been following Midwest Emma, who's a no-face creator and really uh, started almost the, the cowgirl niche. And who else? Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. So there's this amazing woman on OnlyFans and... Her name is, um, wait, hang on. I'm going to look it up. (laughs) Okay. I've seen QT snacks. Ice, ice lady. Yeah. So there's this really amazing woman on OnlyFans and her name is ice, ice lady. She lives like in the extreme Arctic. And then she also spent the winter in Antarctica And she takes like the most beautiful artistic nudes in these extreme Arctic environments. And she posts one every day. She's my favorite. Uh, Lady Ice or? Ice Ice Lady. Ice Ice Lady, okay. And she has, she has two, she has a free page and a paid page. Ice Ice Lady and like Ice Ice Lady unlimited or something like that is the second one sorry now i gotta go look it up (laughs) (laughs) and then another person that i really look up to is ramona flower and her twitter is just ramona flower and i think her tiktok is all-purpose flower maybe but she's also just an incredible artist who has been at the kind of cutting edge of the online part area of the industry for quite a while. And that was Ramona Flower? Uh-huh. All right. Because we will we'll, uh, drop those in our, in our show notes too. That way people can hopefully follow and go along awesome and now before we wrap up is there any last piece of advice or words that you want to say to people that are listening uh come subscribe to my only fans please do you guys will not be disappointed and it's there's a little bit of something for everyone on her only fans i will say that all right well thank you so much maddie for joining us and we look forward to watching what you do next. Thank you.